gentlemen, this is Unlimited Talk. I'm Caleb, and I'm really excited for today. So you know what? Let's not even waste any time. Let's just hop right into it. Last week, we talked a lot about inadequacy and this idea of feeling inadequate and ill-prepared for the challenges that life throws at all of us. And while that's definitely a human emotion and something that I'm pretty sure all of us feel from time to time, it's never a place that we want to stay continuously because that leads to fear, worry, doubt, and those are all mental prisons. All of those things can keep us from really achieving what we really want in our lives. So we definitely don't want to stay there. But the question is how? And hopefully today we can get a little bit deeper and answer that question, right? So here's how I want to start this bad boy off. I want you, the listener, to just picture this for a second. And it'll really help me to explain a lot of the points that I want to really, really get into today. Imagine, just for a moment, that your last name was Rockefeller, okay? You're a part of one of the richest families in the world. In fact, last time I checked, the Rockefeller family net worth was at around $11 billion. Yep, $11 billion, right? So, tell me, do y'all know how much money that is? I don't even know if you can spend that much money in a lifetime. Like, that's really $999 million 11 times. That's nutty. <laughs> it's like, you could probably end world hunger, start a new business, and move to the biggest mansion on earth. And then what are you going to do with the other 98% of the money? Like, <laughs> it's crazy. But, anywho, imagine, right? That your last name is Rockefeller, you're part of one of the most successful families in the world, you have all this money, all this, you know. Um, when you approach situations, forget financial situations, forget financial problems. That doesn't even exist in your world. When you make a mistake, when you mess up, when a business venture fails you, when something doesn't really go your way, when... A certain move that you want to make ends up falling through. You're not going to t really take it to heart by virtue of just being a Rockefeller, if that makes sense. Because of your last name, because of who you are, because of your identity. You're not really worried about things that other people would necessarily be worried about. Or at the very least, not in the same capacity. You know what I mean? Just because of all of the backing that you have behind you. Now that's a really, really short, small example. But I think it helps to illustrate this larger point. Our identities really either prevent or lead to the feeling of inadequacy. In other words, your confidence in your identity, your confidence in who you are, determines if you will approach things feeling like you got this under control or feeling like you don't have what it takes to make it. And so today we're really going to jump into this idea of identity, this this real thought of how we view ourselves. And we're going to see if that can change how we approach other things. Now, this thing 
I'd like to call the art of introspection. And all that really means, all introspection really means, is just self-evaluation. Looking at myself and being like, hey, what did I do wrong? How am I thinking and how can I improve? Really, it's just self-reflection. It's something, and y'all already know I'm whack, so I'm not going to say with what consistency I pull this off with, but I do pull it off every now and then. Something that I'm trying to work into my schedule every single day is taking a few minutes at the end of every day to just sit back and reflect on every single thing that I did during the day and if I did good, bad, and how I can improve. For example, if I wasted too much time playing a video game, if I wasn't really proactive doing some work for college, right? If I was doing some work for class and I wasn't really proactive, maybe I wasted some time doing it. Or maybe I wasn't the nicest person to my friends and family and whatever the case is. You know what I'm saying? Anything like that. The self-reflection at the end of the day allows me to really look back over that moment. Think about what I did, why I did it, and if it was right or wrong. And based off those questions, I can decide how I can approach that either differently for the future to make it better or how to keep it at a level or standard that I'm happy with and that I'm willing to continue making happen. Again, that's just small potatoes, but it's so important to understand that and understand our identity Because if we don't identify the flaws that are within all of us, the flaws that are within ourselves, how can we ever expect to get better at anything or reach a fuller potential, a higher potential, our hopes and dreams and everything? If we're not consistently taking steps and consistently reevaluating what we're doing and how that affects us in the long run, how can we ever expect to get to a spot where we don't have to do that all the time? That old saying where the past determines your future, it can if you don't make any changes. And the only way you can really make a change is if you know something needs to be changed. If you're not aware something needs to be changed, then why would you ever fix it? You just keep it going. It's the same thing with gas leaks. If there's a gas leak in your house, but you don't have a smoke or a gas detector, smoke slash gas detector in your house, fire alarm or whatever it is to tell you that there's a gas leak then how would you ever know that's why that safeguard is there to evaluate the quality of your air and in the same way we have to evaluate the quality of ourselves as people one of the ways that really changed how i viewed myself and one of the ways that i continue to use to this day is a quick kind of mind state approach thing that a really great mentor of mine taught me. It has stuck with me to this day. And he called it the circle of truth. And I'm not going to get super, super into it in detail because he can do a way better job of explaining it than I can, honestly. So I'm not going to try to sell you short. But essentially what it is, is imagine it's just you on this stage, right? And 
This is a stage in front of the entire world, a stage in front of everybody, friends, family, everything. And it's only you, nobody to hide behind, nobody to lean on, nobody to do anything with. It's you on this stage. And the way I like to imagine it is imagine a movie of your life starts playing behind you. And when I say the movie of your life, I mean literally every single thing that you've done since you were born. The good, the bad, the ugly, every single thing. The things that you're proud of, the things that you're not proud of. The thoughts that you keep to yourself and the thoughts that you actually express out loud. Every single thing. There's nothing hidden in your life. How would that make you feel? Would you be proud to show off that movie? Or are there a lot of things that would make you ashamed and afraid? Would people view you differently after watching it? These were the questions that I had to answer myself, and I'll keep it 100 with y'all. I, man, if that movie existed, I'm finding it and I'm burning it. I don't care. I'm wiping the memory card. I, I'll do it all. I'll throw the USB drive in the fire. I don't, I don't care. There are certain things I've done that I am totally not proud of. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And... I'm sure that can apply for everybody, but that doesn't matter if everybody struggles, especially in 2021, where people get canceled all the time. No, sir. Not me. I'm burning up that joint. <laughs> that situation and that example and that way of thinking served to expose to me, especially somebody like me who really struggles with his pride. Y'all know I'm a, I'm a cocky dude, <laughs> or I can be at least, right? As somebody who struggles with that kind of capacity, it is humbling to even think about your entire truth getting exposed to the world. The art of introspection allows for us to identify these problem areas and work on attacking them, creating a plan to say, hey, I need to stop doing this, that, and a third in my life because this is leading to X, Y, and Z results. This is so important because when we talk about inadequacy, introspection allows us really to fight that inadequacy. Why do you say that, Caleb? I say that because the things that make us feel are inadequate are the things that we are identifying and then creating counterattacks for. When we do our introspection, when we look at our lives and be like, hey, OK, this is the problem area. This is how I'm going to fix it. And this is why I'm going to fix it. When we allow ourselves to take a step back and say, hey, this is how I can improve and this is how I'm going better. Not only do we create confidence because we're trying at least at the very least trying to solve the things that are in front of us at the same time we are creating confidence because we're saying hey you know what i'm not perfect and that takes a lot of humility to say at least it did for me i'm not perfect and i know i'm trash 
But you know what? I'm working through my trash self anyway. <laughs> and I'm doing the best I can to get to that next level that I want to be at. Now, of course, as a Christian, it, I would be a disservice to say that I think everybody can just do it on your own. And that's where God really helps us out. You know what I'm saying? This is why it's so important to understand that and to be in that place of humility, because there's sometimes there's just habits you just can't shake. And that's where God comes into play, because you take care of what you can control and then God takes care of the rest. And I'd be amiss to not point that out. But the art of introspection at its core is allowing us to see where we need to be better and then acting on that awareness. And that ultimately, that's what it really comes down to. So moral of the story for today. Let's just take some time to think. Let's be grateful over the things. First of all, let's be grateful for the things that didn't get exposed from our circle of truth. All right. That's number one. <laughs> be thankful that you didn't get exposed for every single thing you did in your life, because I'm sure your movie yours. I mean, definitely yours is no way near as bad as mine, but you probably had a couple of moments that you wish you could hit the skip button on <laughs> a couple of thoughts where you were like, I don't know if people would like me anymore if I thought that, if they knew I thought that, <laughs> right? But let's be thankful for that. But at the same time, let's also understand what we need to change and how we're going to change it. Because if we can affect how we view ourselves and how we identify and strengthen that, then our inadequacy suddenly disappears. Why? Because we're wearing it all at that point. We're saying, hey, I know I messed up. I know I've made my mistakes. But just because that's who I was at my lowest moment, that doesn't define who I am. And that's the kind of faith that you have to walk in. That we have to walk in. As usual, all biblical references will be left in the description of this episode. Listen, love you all very, very, very much. And I'll be looking forward to talking to you guys again soon. All right. But till then, stay strong. Oh, and and and. By the way. If you like blogs. Subscribe or not subscribe, but well, first of all, subscribe to this podcast, but then also uh, I'll leave the website in the description for this episode as well for the monthly blog that is going out the unlimited talk blog. If you want to just get some extra thoughts and you're just interested in the kind of things that go on behind the scenes and the different thought processes and stuff like that, that leads to the creation of these episodes, definitely check that website out. But until then, I love you, love yourself and love others. All right. And I will see you next time. Later.